This is the Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones of MrsChristyJones.com, episode number 30. In today's episode, my guest is a true girl boss. She is a woman who turns heads when she comes into the room because not only is she fabulous from head to toe, but she is clear about her goals. She is confident and she knows her business. She is a bad boss chick who stands powerfully in a pair of stilettos while doing her thing. Up next on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. Welcome to the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Little-Jones. I'm a relationship coach, a marriage and family champion, and the chief cheerleader for women all over the world. The Wife Wisdom Podcast is a real conversation designed to help you cultivate the heart of a wife. If you are single and desire to be married, if you are newly married and want to thrive as a wife, or if you are a seasoned wife and just need a little encouragement staying a wife. You are in the right place. If you are new to our podcast, I'm so thrilled that you are here and I want to welcome you. So welcome. If you are already a part of my tribe, you know how much I already love and adore you. And I appreciate you so much for joining each and every week. And so let's jump right in to today's show. I am so excited about our guest on today's show. She is a total boss chick, a snobby boss chick at that. She's beautiful. She is smart. She's feminine. She's fabulous. And she's financially savvy. She knows business and loves to make a difference in the lives of women. She's a the CEO of Snobby Chick, whose mission is to make women look and feel their most beautiful self by enhancing their already gorgeous outer appearance. I love the fact that Snobby Chick dares you to flaunt your feminine and amplify your sexy. There is no one better to teach you how to do that more than my girl, my sis, Smita Sharma. Yay. Yay. Welcome, sis, to the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I am thrilled to have you here on the show. I'm really excited about just this month and the next few shows because we are celebrating International Women's Month. Woohoo! And you are the perfect person to have on the show because you just epitome of that just femininity female woman like right the future is female that is you all day long remember I had that sweatshirt on yes I remember (laughs) I love it so I am so excited just to hear about what you're doing with women and just your heart for women and so tell us a little bit about snobby chick Sure. Well, thank you for having me on here. It's an absolute honor. I've been watching and listening to your podcast for a while now, and I just love the way you celebrate people in general, but especially women. Um, So I just love your energy and your spirit. But Snobby Chick is actually something that has been in the making for now um, about nine years. Wow. (laughs) 
yeah. So it was always this, this idea that, you know, kind of in the back of my head, but with, this is probably something that a lot of people can relate to. It's like you have a dream or you have this idea that you really want to, um, you know, bring to fruition, Mm -hmm. but you've also got those voices inside of you Mm -hmm. and externally saying, no, don't do this, do this. Mm -hmm. No, don't pursue that. Go the traditional route of, you know, nine to five, which I am not knocking a nine to five. Let me be very clear because the nine to five is what got me to be in a position where I am today. So I definitely paid my dues um, in corporate America, But as you know, because we've had lots of talks about this, you know, that just wasn't the end goal for me. I grew up in a family of entrepreneurs, um, extended family. My father is a very successful entrepreneur. So I had that example in front of me literally since day one. Mm. Um, And it's it's funny because my mom, she is retired now, but she was an an anesthesiologist, chief of the department in her hospital. She did the more traditional, Mm -hmm. um, you know, job route. And I saw her working crazy, crazy hours. But at the end of the day, she was still working for somebody else. And I, you know, if I had to compare between the two of them, I was like, I want my dad's lifestyle. He was jet setting all over the world. And, you know, looking back on it now, it looked more glamorous than it actually was. <laughs> but at the end of the day, he could set his own schedule. He had time freedom and financial freedom, which I think is the main objective for everybody. So that is so awesome. Me, now you saw yeah. you had both sides. So you saw I did. your mom work, you saw your dad with the um the entrepreneur. That's a really such a great balance. So how, you know, how soon did you realize that, oh, you know what, I think I want more of what my dad is doing? It's funny. I think culturally too, um, for just for your audience, my cultural background is, um, my family's from India. So, you know, anybody who knows, um, or knows the stereotype knows there's a lot of Indian doctors, right? Mm -hmm. So it's almost culturally ingrained in you as a child that you're going to be their doctor, lawyer, or engineer. That's it. it. Education is a super, uh, important thing in our culture. So it's like, you're going to go to school, you're going to get a graduate level degree, and you're going to have one of these you know, respectable careers. And so in my mind, I was just always going to be a doctor like my mom until I worked at the hospital one summer. <laughs> and I just realized that was not for me. Um, but I think, you know, as a mother, you, you, you know, your child, and I think she knew it, mm-hmm. which is why she wanted me to experience it firsthand before I made that like educational commitment of going to med school and, you know, finding out the long and the hard way that this isn't what I want to do. So I'm thankful to her for that, for giving me the opportunity to do a summer internship. And I encourage everybody um, who has children, or even if there are, you know, teenagers or young adults listening to this, um, if there's something you're interested in, or even sparks your interest, just try it out, you know, give it a shot, do an internship, get with a mentor that's already in that field. Because then you can really get a sense of what it entails. Sometimes what uh, everything that glitters isn't gold. Mm. And it may look great from the outside, but when you really get into it, I mean, it was depressing for me seeing wow. being around, you know, sick people all the mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. And it just was like an energy drainer for me. Yeah. Whereas, you know, looking at my mom, she loved it because she kind of approached it from a different angle. So it really depends on you as a person, your thought process, how you approach things. And for me, like, I I have so much respect for doctors because I just know I couldn't do it. (laughs) It's not my thing. It's not my cup of tea. So I learned probably um, around the age of 14, 15, that 
okay, the, the medical route isn't where I want to go. But it's funny, if you ask anybody in my family, everybody says, we already knew you were going to be a business. Really? Um, like an entrepreneur. Yeah. Everybody was like, you're your father's child all day, wow. personality wise, you know, business sense. I guess I was always a little bit of a hustler. <laughs> um, funny story. You know, I would like um, gamble, like I don't say gamble, but <laughs> gamble on the school bus, play cards, hustle people out of their lunches. So, yeah. Oh, how funny. Yeah, my brother and I were on the school bus and he shut that down when we got home. <laughs> he told on me. So I was no longer allowed to do that. But it was always some way of, you know, earning wow. some reward or income or incentive. So I don't know. I guess I was just wired like that from from a very young age. And it just manifested on its own as the older I got. Awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> you know, you you have over 10 years of experience in marketing. You're like a marketing guru. You've done real estate. Actually, 20. 20? I, just, I just counted. You're not even that yes. old. I know, right? No, I <laughs> Are you serious? 20 years of yeah, marketing. Years oh, now. my goodness. Of marketing experience. You, I mean, super successful in real estate. I mean, you've got multiple streams of income. And so why snobby chick? Like, cause they're all different. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, like I said, the core of me is an entrepreneur and I saw a need for something, honestly, just, there was a business need. There was a personal need. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it was a, a gap that needed to be filled. Right. So, um, a friend of mine, the way the whole hair business even came about in my life was, um, I had a friend of mine who approached me, like I said, almost 10 years ago. And he said, Hey, do you know where I can get hair from India? And I was like, "Mm, no, but I'll find out. And I think this is, this is, um, the linchpin, right. That a lot of people miss a lot of people are just quick to say no. And that's the end of it. Mm. I think the key to just being successful in any business or really anything in life, rather than saying no, find the solution, find Mm. an alternative, find um, how you can change it into a yes. That's good. Um, You know, even in, in our workplace, uh, my, one of my uh, supervisors said this to me, and it just stuck with me that I don't want to hear no. I want to hear how can we do, get this done. Mm. And um, so I kind of kept that with me and, and I applied it to, to other areas of my life. So when that opportunity came about, I didn't say no. I just said, okay, I'm going to find out how I can get this done. Wow. And the more I started researching it, I was like, well, this just makes sense because, you know, I can cut out the middleman. I can um, provide a high quality luxury product and not have to charge um some of the, the the prices, the outrageous prices that we see here. And it's kind of a, a win-win situation for everybody. But really for me, um, the more, you know, Snobby Chick evolved and the more it came closer to becoming a reality, um, it really came down to just embracing femininity, embracing mm. um, confidence, embracing whatever it is that makes you feel beautiful, whether that's hair extensions, whether that's lashes, mm. Whatever it is, you know, I think women, um, we, we're kind of, we're lucky that we have all of these options, right. but I think a lot of times we get chastised for it, right? Mm. Like, oh, fake hair, fake nails, fake lashes. But really, it shouldn't be about 
you know, fake anything. It should just be about whatever you choose to wear or um, put on that enhances, Mm. you know, um, something that you already like about yourself. So for example, I think one of my features that I love about myself is my eyes. So if I want to wear lashes that accentuates my eyes, why can't I do that? Right. Without having, you know, judgment, right? Exactly. Pass judgment on it. So it's all about, for me, just making and allowing, giving permission to mm. women to just be there. And I say be their authentic self because for me, authenticity doesn't mean real hair or fake hair. Authenticity means just you um, being in a place mentally, emotionally, and even physically as far as your outer appearance where you just feel um, like you are who you want to be. Yes. I I love that. I love that. Giving yourself permission to be your authentic self. And, you know, I just think that we as women, you know, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the study that Dove did, but only 4% Mm -hmm. of women in the entire world think they're beautiful. 4%. It is literally startling. Right. And so it's like this epidemic where women don't think they're beautiful. So I, be- I think that it's amazing to have pl- organizations and companies like Snobby Chick that gives you permission to yeah. be your beautiful, to be your own kind of beautiful. And now we're just having to work on the stigma of everybody judging you for it. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And really, it shouldn't be Snobby Chick or anybody else giving anyone permission. You really should give yourself permission. But I think in the world in which we live currently and the way the media is, you know, the images in the media, it's it's almost like you need that nudge. You yeah. need that extra validation. And, you know, if I, I feel like if I can do that through Snobby Chick, then by all means, I'm, I'm happy to do it. That's awesome. I'm happy to be the ambassador. <laughs> yes. And you are totally the ambassador because let me tell oh, you, you. Um, listeners, you've got to see her picture. So make sure you, she absolutely gorgeous, like drop dead gorgeous oh, and every single way. So tell me, what's your definition of confidence? Um, my definition of confidence is um, being one, comfortable, but two, truly happy and joyful mm-hmm. within, with what you have. Mm-hmm. And how you do know, you do that? Comparison is the, the thief mm-hmm. of, of joy. Yeah. So being confident to me is not, I think the, the, and I'm guilty of it too. So I'm saying this, you know, I'm talking to myself when I'm saying <laughs> this, but it's so easy for women to walk in a room and look around and be like, oh, she's prettier than me. Oh, her hair is longer mm-hmm. than mine. Oh, her skin is, you know, clearer than mine. whatever it is that we do and how we pick ourselves apart and compare ourselves to other women to me confidence is the exact opposite of that mm-hmm. to not have to do that yes and just to be happy where you are right now it, because it is such an issue with so many of us how do we get to that place where we stop doing that <laughs> That's a great question. And I, and I think it's, it's one of those things that it, it's, it's always a work in progress. I don't think that it's just like a, a aha moment you have. And then one day you wake up and you're just confident. Mm-hmm. I think it takes years of um, proactively, you know, seeking. Um, 
I want to say help, but everybody needs help, right? Right. So in in, in finding your identity, I guess. Yeah. And and just like you always say, who God created you to be. And for those of you out there listening, I'm going to put a plug in because I am a product of uh, Christy's life coaching sessions. (laughs) Guys, she's amazing. And that honestly has helped me really get to where I am today because Christy knows the Oh, the ins and outs of <laughs> my life for the most part. And, you know, it's a process because it's not just one thing that chips away at our mm-hmm, confidence. Mm-hmm. It's not just one situation or one relationship. It's a, it's a culmination of things literally stemming from infancy to, you know, childhood to your teenage years to adulthood. And all of that takes its toll. So it's a, it's really making that conscious decision mm-hmm. to be proactive about addressing those insecurities, addressing those issues, addressing those, you know, kind of demons that we've just buried yes. <laughs> in the, in the closet and that we don't want to face it because it's too hard or it's too mm-hmm. painful mm-hmm. and really just being proactive about, um, also, and, and, and again, you know, everybody's spirituality is different, but really drawing close to God and understanding that God doesn't make any mistakes right. on any of us. And, um, you know, really walking in your full purpose and, and being, again, who God created you to be and being happy with that. That's so good, sis. So, so good. Um, right. You know, you are very successful in so many different things. And, you know, like you said, I'm sure it's a process. And what have you learned in along your process, along your journey of even 20 plus years? Um, what what really is success? Uh, if you had asked me that question 10 years ago, my definition would probably be different. Interesting. Um, yeah. So I think as you get older, um, and because I just celebrated a milestone birthday, you know, kind of thinking about this, as you get older, um, I think your definition of success changes. Mm. And I even have, was having a conversation with my mom yesterday about this and uh she was like money isn't everything and I think a lot of people gauge success by you know financial gain Mm -hmm. like how much money have you um, made saved and you know kind of yeah how much money do you have discretionary income whatever the case may be and to me success for me personally, again, this is an entrepreneur talking. Right. And I think one thing that we do is we take risks, right? Yes. So looking back, for me, success is having no regret. Success mm. is I did everything that I said I was going to do. I did everything that other people were scared or other t- people told me not to do. Mm-hmm. And I don't have any regrets. So for me, success is giving everything that I'm passionate about a try mm. and saying, you know, that I, I did it. Whether I failed at it or not is subjective. It's, it's all relative. It's in your mind. But I think the biggest failure is actually not trying at all. Ooh. So for me, success is just going for it. <laughs> I love it. I love that. That success is giving everything I'm passionate about a try. Yeah. Oh, that is so good. But I think that is so freeing yeah. as well. Because it really is. Right. Because if you're passionate about it and you give it a try and you end up don't and you not you don't like it, you guess what? You got the freedom to rechoose or exactly. to do something different. 
Exactly. I mean, and I, and I even think back again to my childhood, if I had just gone down the path of being a doctor, I would probably be miserable. Mm. You know, I, I, I would probably make a lot of money, of course, yes. but I would be living my life day to day in misery. And to me, that is not a successful existence. Mm. So um, I think it's success is just doing what brings you joy. I love, Ooh, that gives me chills. <laughs> I love that. And so you are seriously one of the greatest, most fabulous boss chicks I know. Oh, and so, you. you know, th- I've, I learned so much from you just by watching you, just by learning and listening to what you do. And so, you know, you have done some pretty m- amazing things in all male industries. yeah yes so how do you literally rise to the top to being being this amazing boss chick among in where there are not a lot of other women that's a that's a interesting and, and really good question um I'll be honest with you I don't think about the male female um, mm. differentiation. Like when I walk and it, it, and you're right though. Like when I walk into a, a conference room or a boardroom, like I'm usually the youngest, mm-hmm. I'm usually one of the only females in the room and I'm usually one of the only minorities in the room. Yeah. So it's, it's usually three strikes. Right? <laughs> right. And most people are just out after that. They're like three strikes. I'm out. I'm done. I'm not <laughs> even going to again, give it a try. Mm. But to me, um, you know, it's like one of those things, and this is like a, a weird example, but it's like, if you have an imperfection on your face and you're like, oh, do you see it? Well, once you point it out, other people will notice ah. it too. But if you don't focus on it, then it, it kind of doesn't become the focus. Yes. So because I never really focused on it, I, I never felt like, oh, this is a male dominated thing that I just can't do. Mm, that is so powerful So when you yeah when you come in and you're fearless about it and you're like I don't care if I'm a woman I don't care if I'm the youngest I don't care then other people can't carry their they can't focus on it because they know that's not your Achilles heel that they can really keep chipping away at wow so you give people ammunition to make you or break you Mm, mm, mm. and so you have to and you always say this the power of your thoughts the power of your words Mm -hmm is what manifests. So yeah. if you're like, Oh, I like this, but I don't want to do it. Cause I'm a woman. And somebody overhears that, or somebody can get that vibe that mm-hmm. that's your insecurity. They're going to play on it because I think people in general, it's human nature to push the envelope as far as we can. Mm-hmm. And so if somebody sees that they can have control over you or over a situation based on one of your insecurities, they're going to hone in on it. Girl. So you are um, preaching. It's one of those things where even if you feel it, you can't let them see you sweat. <laughs> right. You kind of have to fake it till you make it. Or I like to say faith it till you make yes. it. Yes. Have faith that you are where you're supposed to be. You know, God would not have placed you in that situation mm-hmm. or in that environment um, or in that role if he didn't have a plan for you to be there. Wow. So, yeah. So and, and you know this. I know this. You know, favor is better than a resume. <laughs> So come on, if you got favor, <laughs> it doesn't matter what your resume looks like. It doesn't matter what the demographics looks like. You're going to, you're going to do what you're, you're called to do. Yes. And I think for me, that's, that's always been it. I grew up around all boys for the most part. All my cousins were boys. I have an older brother. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of was just like, it was like, act like one of the boys. If you want to, if you want to play with us, if you want to be with us, if you want to, you know, participate. So it was almost 
just that mentality kind of carried over in adulthood too. That is so great. I love how God does that, how he prepares you. Like he prepares you. He prepared you when you were a little girl, like to know how to play (laughs) with the boys because he knew where he was going to lead you as an adult. I love that. And, and so I just, I love that you just your heart for women and just want to shift a little bit about just your heart for mentorship and to really pour into young girls, young women and, and encouraging them in entrepreneurship. So can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Yeah. I mean, one of the things um, that I was talking to somebody about not too long ago was, you know, making money is great. And I think we all um, have the ability to really tap into something that can be financially fruitful, but what it's, it's not like when you think about at your funeral, your eulogy, mm-hmm. people aren't going to be like, Oh, you know, she just made a lot of money. <laughs> I want, you want to leave a legacy. Right. You want to leave an impact. You want to leave a social footprint. And for me, um, this has been something that's on my heart since I was literally 14 years old. Um, as I said, you know, my family's from India, so I used to go there all the time. And, um, one of, uh, and we do have in India, you know, labor is cheap. So you have servants and you have um, workers uh, that are also very young, like they do child labor there. And it's unfortunate, but that's just the reality of the situation. Mm-hmm. So I remember being a teenager and I connected with one of um, the servants in our house at that time. She was also a young girl, maybe just a year or two older than me. So, you know, she would do her work and then we would almost like hang out just as girlfriends. Wow. I never saw, you know, one thing that I always was taught to, like you treat the CEO just like you treat the janitor. That's awesome. And yeah. And I never, I never felt like, Oh, she's beneath me or, you know, right. the social disparity or anything like that. So we would hang out. And I remember I was reading something and she was like, Oh, what does it say? And I was like, here. And I passed it to her to read. And she's like, I can't read. And I just remember what that did to mm. me. Like, how are you, you know, 15, 16 years old and you don't read. Wow. And then the other thing that I saw was a tattoo on her forearm that said property of, Oh, mind you, she was already married at the oh. age. So she was, yeah, she was forced into child marriage. And also, you know, she had a tattoo of her husband's name. And I said, why do you have a tattoo of your husband's name on your arm? She said, in case I get lost, they know where to return me to. It was, when I say it was the most humbling moment that to this day, it's so vivid in my Mm -hmm. memory, because that's how much it impacted me. Mm -hmm. I was just like, this is not okay. (laughs) You know, I can't even imagine living that life, but Mm -hmm. the the, the fact that there are people living it every single day, young women, and they don't know any different. Mm. They don't know any better. They just think this is the norm. Wow. So, and, and as you've probably heard, you know, there's a lot of um, domestic violence and abuse that goes on there. So one of the things that I vowed to myself was at some point in my life, I wanted to give back to women that were um, victims of, just domestic violence or, you know, they weren't allowed to get an education as children because they were forced into working at Mm -hmm. a very early age or forced into marriage. So I just wanted women to have that opportunity to pursue whatever Mm -hmm. it is that they were passionate about. I mean, I, again, that to me is the true source of joy and the true source or true definition of success in someone's lifetime. And I just couldn't imagine not having that opportunity to do what I was passionate about or do something that made me happy um, within myself. So I just want to give that opportunity to women, whether it's through sharing my knowledge Mm -hmm. um, with other women, uh, whether it's 
through, I would love to create a nonprofit organization that actually teaches entrepreneurship and various skill sets to women to become financially independent so they don't feel trapped in those situations. Yes. Um, so I want to do that both on a domestic and an international level. Uh, for women here in the U.S., I think a lot of it is just either the confidence issue of not feeling like they can do it or just not knowing where to begin or how to start mm-hmm. or even just the programs that are available, especially to minority women, yes. the grants, you know, all of these resources that are available to us that women just don't know about. So I just want to, you know, keep the dialogue going, yeah. keep the conversation flowing about what opportunities and resources are available to women and just encourage women to, again, be their authentic self, take those risks, you know, just pursue whatever it is that makes them happy and they're passionate about, and at least just give it a try. You just never know what it could be. Wow. That is so powerful. I am super excited. Just, you know, like you said, to leave a social footprint, to leave a legacy, to, um, you know, like Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. that. One of my favorite quotes. Isn't it? I love it. Yeah. Love it. Love it. And so what are your next steps with Snobby Chick? So we're actually revamping and relaunching the brand. So um, that should be happening in the next couple of weeks. Um, We've also launched a wholesale subsidiary company already through it. So that's more so for businesses buying in bulk. And then we have the retail side, which is snobby chick. Nice. Um, And again, I just want to use snobby chick as a vehicle to really talk to women, um, whether it's through the product, through speaking engagements, whatever the case may be, but just really encourage women that, you know, I, I say on the, on the website, snobby isn't an attitude. It's a lifestyle. And the reason why it's even called snobby chick, and I don't know if we, yes, um, please tell got us. Into yes. Is because I was labeled that girl, you know, mm-hmm. I was labeled because I was quiet or because I came off confident or because I had um, a certain level of belief in myself. Mm-hmm. Oh, she thinks she's cute mm-hmm. or she's a snob or she's a bee. And I just don't think it's synonymous, you know? And so now I'm just like, okay, you want to call me snobby? Let's embrace <laughs> it because it doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. If snobby means I'm confident, if snobby means that, you know, I walk into a room and I command attention yes. or I command a certain level of respect, then I'm proud to be a snobby chick. Awesome. <laughs> so I love it. That's kind of how the name e- e- evolved. And I almost want to redefine mm. what snobby means mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. the brand and, and our and our mission. But um I love that. So that's on that's already happening as far as the wholesale side. And we're like I said, we're relaunching the retail side. And believe it or not, we are also um, working on a men's line. Woo! Women, you know, I know it's women's month. And no, that's women, wonderful. But men deserve to feel free. Yes. Too. Wow. <laughs> um, and I think that's actually something that, you know, is kind of swept under the rug. It's one of those things that men don't really talk about. But everybody just as human beings. You know, we all want to look and feel our absolute yes, best for sure. and anything that we can use or do to enhance that. Um, I'm all for it. You know, even plastic surgery, it's, I know it's a very controversial issue, right. but I really believe, you know, without going too far and, you know, overboard with it, where you start <laughs> metamorphosizing right. into something that you're not, 
But if it's like a little tweak here and there, yeah. if, if you're not happy with what you see in the mirror and you want to get a little nip tuck done, right. you know, I, I am not here to judge anybody. I think it's absolutely your choice. Yeah. And you should not be shamed into feeling like you can't get that done. I think everybody, again, just embrace whatever it is that makes you feel confident so that you can be the absolute best version of yourself for yourself and for other people. Wow. That is so strong. I love that. What's the name of your, the men's line? It's called Debonair Hair. And um, we are scheduled to launch that next month um, by the end of March. Wow. So we are working diligently on that. And um yeah, I'm I'm excited for that's that to come very out too, exciting. I think that's going to open up a whole new yes. door. And and really, the, there's a huge market currently for it. Wow, it's just kind of more undercover. Like you know, men aren't just as open about, hey, I'm wearing a hair unit. <laughs> right? Is that <laughs> so, what they call it? Um, hair unit? Yeah, it, that's the that's the politically correct term okay. now. It's not it's not a toupee. Okay, it's called a hair a hair unit, unit. And... <laughs> and it's not called hair extensions, right? <laughs> no, it's not called hair extensions. It's not for called men. a weave for men. No, it's not. It's, well, I have heard it referred to as a man weave, but we refer it to as men's men's hair units. And again, I think whatever it takes to make people feel good in their skin and beautiful. Yeah. Embrace it. Absolutely. I am all 100% for that feeling good in your skin, embracing the fullness of who you are. And, um, I love, and I think you're a a master at that. Like not only do you live it, you walk it, but you teach it. And I think that is the most, Thank you. that is one of the best gifts you can give to somebody is really allowing them to, um, feel comfortable in their own skin. Yes. Thank you so much. I love it. You've got so many things to offer. Um, what about Smita? What's next for you personally? You know, we talked about snobby chick and debonair hair and your soon to coming soon um, nonprofit for young girls. But what about you? You just hit a milestone birthday. Very excited. <laughs> we won't talk about which we one won't, that was. We won't. But um, so what, what is in your heart? What do you desire for the future specifically for you? Um, on a personal level, of course, you know, I have a heart for marriage and for children. Mm-hmm. I would love to be a wife and to be a mom. But, you know, one thing that the confidence has taught me um, and just being comfortable in my own skin and, and understanding my self-worth is I don't, I don't want to rush into that. Yeah. Um, I want to make sure it's with the right person at the right time in my mm-hmm. life. Um, you know, again, comparison is the thief mm-hmm. of joy. And I think, you know, I did that a lot. I was in social media is the biggest, it is. Of it, you see like oh. everybody getting married yes. and engaged and having babies. And you're just like, what about me? Yeah. And, you know, one thing that I've recently, and it actually has happened very recently, is I've come to peace with um, what I have. Mm. And I'm excited for what is to come. That's awesome. Um, And I don't necessarily look at it as what I don't have. It's just I just don't have it yet. So it's coming. Mm. Um, And, you know, and I have to be grateful and thankful and just give myself a pat on the back for everything I have accomplished that maybe some of those people that are getting married and having babies haven't done yet. Yes. You know, the grass is always greener. And I've had my married friends tell me like, yeah, I'm married and I have kids and I and I love it. But 
oh, I would love to be a business owner <laughs> right. or I would love to, you know, and it's always whatever you don't have, that's what you want. And I think, um, again, part of all of, you know, our discussion today is just being happy where God has you in this moment, knowing that he doesn't make any mistakes and you're exactly where you're supposed to be mm-hmm. and just, you know, bloom where you're planted. Yes. So this is where you're planted right now. This is where I'm supposed to bloom. Um, and, and the rest, I'm just leaving it up to him. But yes, I would love to be married and, and have a yes. family soon. Yes. Awesome. That is wonderful. I, um, I love it because again, bloom where you're planted, embrace where you are, the, the process. Yeah, and to be honest with you, sis, I don't think I could have been, I think, I think now I could be a much better wife and mom Mm. than I would have even five years ago or 10 years ago. Um, So again, I don't think it's, it's all by God's Mm -hmm. design, you know, Mm -hmm. when, where, how it all happens. And I'm thankful that, um, that it, you know, it's taken as long as it has, because for me, there's definitely purpose behind that. Yes, absolutely. 100%. That is awesome. So how can people connect with you? How can they become their most feminine, sexy self with Snobby Chick? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So we, like I said, we are relaunching the website and the web address is www.snobbychick.com. So by the time this airs, it should be live. Yes. And um, the wholesale, if, if, if you're a business, say you want to start your own hair extension business. Mm. Like I said, I want to help everybody. That's the other thing that I, I really just want to say is there is enough pie for everybody. Yes. There is enough piece of the pie to go around. And rather than living in this crab in the barrel, bucket, mm-hmm. crab in the bucket mentality of, you know, pulling each other down. I love it. I really want to shift that mindset to like helping each other up. And I think this, you and I have worked together Mm -hmm, in in professional mm -hmm. settings. And I think, you know, that's one thing I love about our relationship is that it it was never a spirit of competition. It was always a spirit of, I want to do this with you, not against you. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to make it to the top and and it's no fun if you make it to the top and there's nobody there to enjoy it. Girl. You know, so um, I am a firm believer and there's enough for everybody to go around and um, I want to help anybody else that is interested in starting their own hair line or lash line or both yes. um, to be able to help them get that done. So we offer for the wholesale site, we offer, you know, branding, packaging, hair in bulk. Um, so if you're interested wow. in that, it's called Blush Label Beauty. Oh, and I like that. Yeah. So we're on Instagram under Blush Label Beauty. We're on Facebook under Blush Label Beauty. And then we're also under Instagram and Facebook under Snobby Chick Hair. Snobby Chick Hair. And it's and S-N-O-B-E-E. It's yep. I was just about to say that. It's spelled yep. a little different. <laughs> um, but yes, we are we are on both social media platforms under Snobby Chick Hair. And um, follow us. Engage with us. And um, like I said, if there's any way that I can help anybody, I am all for it. Because... I just feel like that's how all of us, you know, anybody successful will tell you there's somebody that helped them up. Nobody did it by themselves. Yeah. You know, help up for my bootstraps. There's always (laughs) that one person that helps you. Yeah. There's always that one person. So, um, you know, I'd like to be that person for somebody. Oh, that's wonderful. Sis, I have goosebumps. Thank you so much. I love just, you know, and I love that 
that's a that's a heart to really help other people and not feel like you have to compete with them that this that we can I'm here to help you let's do it together and when you win I win and yeah I think that we do like you said we as women can really shift that in the atmosphere shift that in society where we can celebrate each other and feel comfortable doing that and not compete with each other so thank you so much for sharing that and wanting to be that and for people who want to just do something in entrepreneur whatever it is or entrepreneurship whatever that is anybody can do it let's let's just put it that way anybody can do it it's not for the faint of hearts as girl no but if you have a dedication and a passion for it you know, I'm not better than anybody else. It's just, I, I was just consistent. I just, I stayed, I stuck yes, with it. Yes. You know, whether it's real estate, whether it's hair, it was, I took the risk and I just stuck with it. That's mm. the only, that's only the only key ingredient. Everything else is just, you know, it's like when you're baking a, a recipe, it's whatever spin you put on it, there's some key ingredients <laughs> and then everything else is just whatever spin you put on yeah. it. Yeah. So. That's so great. I'm so, so thankful that you just agreed to come on the show. You've been a wonderful guest. Thank you so Thank much you for, for sharing. Me. Absolutely. Um, cannot wait, girl, to get some eyelashes because <laughs> when we launch, that's the we first We got a thing. new shipment yes. coming in this week. Okay. So I will let you know. <laughs> Please do. And we, I'm going to need some lessons, too, on how to put them on. <laughs> put them on absolutely absolutely <laughs> i got you thank you sis so much appreciate you love you so much and um look forward to the the relaunch of the website yes absolutely awesome have a good one thanks sis. you're welcome you love you bye love you. bye wow 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 i just love when women know who they are They stand powerfully in their gifts. They shine brightly. They sparkle and sprinkle their gifts throughout the world. It's just an inspiration, not only to me personally, but I believe to so many women and people in the world. So thank you, Smita, for joining us for today's episode. If you are not already following us on Instagram, I invite you to become a part of our tribe. Go to at wife wisdom podcast to follow us and please sit put your comments in the comment section on Instagram I read them all I respond to them and would love to hear your feedback and comments on our episodes and even just in general what you would like to hear I would love to hear it If you are not already a part of our email list please go to bit.ly/slash join wife wisdom so that you don't want to miss upcoming events. We've got some interesting, very cool product things that are coming out probably in the summertime and you will not want to miss that. So go join us there. The other thing is if you are an iTunes listener and you have not already rated and reviewed our podcast, I would love for you to do that by reviewing us on iTunes. You can also Join us on Spotify and other different platforms for listening to the Wife Wisdom Podcast. We also would love to hear from you. You can email me at hello at mrschristyjones.com. Any people that you think, any women or men that you would love to hear on the show, I would love to get any kind of suggestions, recommendations on topics. I would love to hear all of that because this is for you to help you cultivate your heart 
as a wife, whether you desire to be a wife, whether you want to be a wife or want to stay a wife, (laughs) this is for you. So thank you as always for listening. We are here every Monday posted, a new episode is posted every Monday, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I just am so grateful for you, grateful that you just continue to support and share and listen to this podcast and the amazing guests that I have on the show each and every week. So thank you so much. Love you with all my heart and look forward to connecting with you next week. Bye-bye. The Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones was created to help you cultivate the heart of a wife by giving you practical tools, tips, and techniques to live happily ever after. Well, at least most of the time. (laughs) So until next week, keep learning, keep listening, and keep love first. Bye-bye.